Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren. Um, welcome back. I'm really excited about today's episode. I have my sweet friend, Carol Ann, on the podcast. Um, also, before we start, I do have a new, like, cover photo. So if you notice that, it's still me. Still the same person. I just had my friend Mallory take some pictures, and they turned out really great. So just in case you're confused. Um, but anyways, I'm really excited to have Carol Ann on here. We've been friends since my freshman year. She was one of my first college friends. I kind of met her through Young Life um, and then just mutual friends. We got really close and she's super, super awesome. Always brings joy to my day, is a very positive person and just so much fun to be around. And so today we're gonna be talking about um, being who God truly created you to be and like where you find your identity in. Um, And so I'm really excited. So Carol, before we start, just kind of let us know a little bit about yourself, your relationship with Christ. Let all the listeners get to know you since they maybe haven't met you before. Yeah, well, um, first off, that was so nice. Thank you. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Um, so a little bit about me is I grew up on a farm just right outside of Shreveport. Which is so cool. I don't think I've had anyone on the podcast <laughs> who grew up on a farm. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. So um, that was a cool experience for sure. But just right outside of Shreveport. Um, I'm in KD here at LSU, and I'm a junior studying elementary education. Um, and so that's, I guess, about me. But um, with my faith, I grew up in the Episcopal Church, grew up going most Sundays growing up. And um, but whenever I got into high school, like we just kind of started getting busy with sports and traveling stuff. So we didn't go as often. Um, but really, in 2019, my junior year of high school, I started going to another church because I got invited to go on this retreat, which was at a, um, I think it was a a Baptist or non-denominational church. And really that retreat kind of truly, I feel like is where my spiritual life began because um, it was something different than I've seen before. And so I went to that retreat and then for the next like two and a half years, I went to that church while my family still went to my home church, St. Mark's. And so um, I can talk a little bit more about that later, but um, then whenever I came to college, I started going to refuge because that's where all my friends went and I enjoyed it at the time and everything, but um, really I started going there for first semester. And then after Christmas, I kind of felt called back to go back to my home church, but um, it really going to those different churches and everything really allowed me to see different denominations and learn where I best fit in and what I liked best. Um, And the Lord is still moving in me. And I feel like it's important to see different sides of things. So, um, and we can talk a little bit more about that later, but that's kind of me. And um, yeah. Yeah. So fun. So we've kind of spoken about this before, and I know this is something you want to talk about on the podcast and something that like so, so many like girls in general and guys, but I know mostly my audience is girls have struggled with, but you know, how have you struggled in the past with insecurities and just trying to pretend that you're someone that you're not? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's definitely something that so many people struggle with through social media and everything. But for me, I feel like it really started because I grew up in small private schools my whole life, which I enjoyed, but it was really competitive. And I think that growing up with, let's see, my preschool through eighth grade, there were 11 girls in my grade. And then, yeah, it was really small. I mean, there was like 30 in our class, but it was just small amount of girls. And then in high school, there was only about 60 girls in my grade. So it was just competitive and we'd get really clicky. And so I kind of always felt like I was the third wheel in the friend groups. And 
partly because I lived like 30 minutes outside of town. And so my friends would text last minute at 10 o'clock at night and be like, Hey, let's go to Sonic. And I couldn't go because either I couldn't drive that late or whatever. And so I kind of always felt like I was a third wheel. And even now, sometimes like just by being, I feel like different than a lot of people, like I don't live the normal college lifestyle of going out all the time and stuff. So it's hard making friends, you know, when you're different than everybody. And, um, and so I always kind of felt like I was just like on the outside of things and that it was always me texting people first to make plans and that people didn't necessarily want to reach out to me first, which that could just be an internal thing. But I feel like it's something that people, you know, can relate to. But also, like, I think in high school, too, I really struggled with, like, body image. And I always say that I have frizzy hair and my blonde eyelashes, you know, like small things like that, that, like, we're our own worst critic. And so um, I would do all these things to try to change that. Like, I would, you know, try to stay super active with sports and I would try to track my diet through all these stupid apps on my phone, you know, that like, they don't know. And then like funny story, like, in um, I think it was my senior year of high school, I was like reading all these things online of like how to help frizzy hair or whatever. And so I found this thing where it's like, if you blend up bananas and like make a banana hair mask, it would like help the frizz and everything. <laughs> oh I was like, gosh. Oh my gosh, I'm so going to do this. Well, I did it. And it like, totally messed up my hair and i think i had banana chunks that stayed in my hair no, for like days that's it, horrible I, it would just not come out at least bananas kind of smell good but still <laughs> i know but it was just awful and so i feel like that really grounded me to realize that like some things are just out of my control and i have to embrace you know my true self and stuff but um also i feel like you know in high school and then going into college with tiktok becoming so popular like i would catch myself saying like these phrases or just like my attitude kind of changing with things. And my mom or like my friends would be like, what does that even mean? And I'm kind of like, you know, I don't know. That's just, you know, I feel like the life that we live in is so just like kind of sarcastic and um, just different than how it used to be. And so um, I don't know. I always knew like what was right and wrong growing up, but I think in general, like I just always wanted to fit in and always wanted to be liked and accepted and, whether I was or not, but it was just something that I always hungered for. And um, so I would try to sometimes change myself to to be like what I thought other people wanted me to be or what other people were. But ultimately, I realized that was exhausting and, you know, not realistic. Yeah, that's so good, especially the last line that you said. Um, but you kind of mentioned like TikTok a little bit. I definitely think that's a huge factor in like increasing people pleasing and comparison and insecurities just because there's so many people to compare yourself to when they all yes. seem so perfect and um always have the perfect outfit or look the best but kind of in general what do you think led you to acting this way and to kind of struggling with insecurity i really think that like the root of it all was i just wanted to feel loved and wanted popular and accepted you know and especially like in high school like everybody wants to be homecoming queen or just like the popular girl or the varsity athlete and then in college you see all these people on midday run into all these friends and then they post about all their best friends but in reality it's like are they really best friends or are they just posting that and making yeah. their life look like it and so with social media i feel like it forces us to feel like we have to be a certain way or we need to have the nicest things and never we wear outfits and yeah you know, that's a big one travel all the time and it's like oh my gosh like it's so exhausting and not realistic you know if you 
love an outfit, rewear it a thousand times, who cares? You know, and it's like, you don't have to go on all these extravagant trips to show that your life is great, you know? And so I think that like, I would see all of that. And I think with our generation of having cell phones at a younger age and social media that um, it just instills in us that mindset way too young, especially with people even younger now. Like I look at middle schoolers and early high schoolers on TikTok now, and I'm like, I was so not like that, you know, <laughs> like they have wearing all this makeup and doing these dances and I'm just was the weird kid, like not like that at all. But um, I think also like surrounding yourself with the people that you surround yourself with is so important that um, and I'm so thankful for all my friends throughout all my lifetime. But I look back and I think that um, some people that I would try so hard to be friends with, there's a reason that, you know we're no bad blood or anything, but just like God pointed me in a different way because yeah. it's so important to surround yourself with people that are uplifting and joyful and spiritual that can, you know, point you in the right direction rather than people that just complain and are negative and just competitive with you and make you feel like you have to be a certain way. Um, which I think surrounding myself with some things like that. And just, like I said, social media can really make you feel like you have to be a certain way, you know? And so I think that's the, that's probably the root of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and it's like so exhausting social media and like it is. can be so like I've had so like this conversation so many times, but it can just be so fake and I feel like it makes things hard. Like I remember freshman year, especially for us during COVID, like it was just really hard to make friends and get involved. Yeah. But you would see people on Instagram, whether it's at LSU or my friends at other schools, like at A and M, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, their life is perfect and like I feel like yeah. mine is nowhere close, but it's like really how real is that you know right. you can't especially like now like having a job in social media I'm like so much <laughs> of it is just not real and yeah. it's hard because you think that something's wrong with you if you're not having a new outfit for every event know how to do your makeup this way going right. on a trip having all these friends when it's like no the Lord created you like in a perfect way how you're right. supposed to be and like if that doesn't line up with Instagram trends then like that's okay <laughs> sorry you know? yeah and I think also like people only really post the good in their life and even sometimes when people do post real things it's I don't know it's hard to I don't know like to look at things because you know I just feel like social media can be used for so much good and it's great to stay in touch with people and like I even follow a lot of like teacher accounts <laughs> to get ideas from or like recipes and stuff but um I don't know sometimes I feel like there are so many negative things that come with it too especially like growing up into it yeah but um I think having that realization of like, what am I going to use social media for? Am I using it for entertainment or like to actually like learn things from and grow from um, is something just to really think about, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I obviously love social right. media more than anyone else probably, right, but yeah. definitely food for thought. Um, yeah. But now that we've kind of talked about the root of it, how did the Lord really meet you in this season? <clears throat> um, so I just, it's blows my mind to think sometimes of how the Lord works and his perfect plan. But I really, like I said earlier, my spiritual journey really began in 2019, my junior year, when I went to that retreat and then started going to that church, which, um, like I said, it was my junior year of high school, which I feel like is a big year. Like when people start talking about college and where they want to go, like friend groups can kind of split up based on that. And um, I really started making my faith my own and taking that step that was different than my family and different than some of my friends and stuff. And um, it kind of made me open my eyes to see like 
what do I want for myself versus what I feel like I need to do. And um, that led into my freshman year of college too and quarantine and everything. And um, I remember I was standing like in my closet at Miller, which was the all girls freshman dorm at LSU. And um, I was looking through my closet and I was like, do I really like some of these clothes or do I feel like it's just what like I see online or what everybody's wearing, you know? And so it made me kind of think of like the people that I think are like cool on social media are the ones that are different. You know, the ones that post what they want to, the ones that, you know, wear what they want to wear and say what they want to say and aren't the cookie cutter person, you know, that everybody else is. And so I just noticed like the difference in that. And I feel like the Lord really spoke to me through those people and through the people at that church that I was going to just like really telling me to be exactly who God created to me to be. And it kind of made my mind spiral of like, what and who am I living for in life? And like, who am I trying to get approval from? You know, like, what am I striving for? And it really made me think of like, what do I really like? What do I really need? Like, it kind of grounded me to think like, what is my purpose here, you know, in life? And um, around that time, I was still going to a church on campus that all my friends went to, but I kind of sat back and realized that like it really wasn't the best fit for me and that was like the end of first semester and so at christmas time that year with covid we got sent home at thanksgiving and we didn't go back until january yeah yeah it was a so long it was time. like a really really long break and so over that time i got to go home and really reflect on my first semester of college and i started going back to my home church and um then that next semester, I went to St. Albans, which is the Episcopal Chapel on campus um, by myself, like for the first time. And it's hard, like going somewhere by yourself, especially a church, like because I never went in there. I didn't know like where to go and stuff like that. But um, I felt so loved and welcomed there. And it's been such a gift. And I've continued going there. But then that following summer, I was a camp counselor at Camp DeSoto, which is an all girls camp in northern Alabama. And it really hit me that like I was meeting all these girls like before I even followed them on social media. And so like I got to make my own first impression rather than like looking through a group me and finding their names, looking them up on Instagram and like pre judging someone based off that. And um, one night I was talking to one of my friends, Reese, about um, like every night we do devotions with our cabins. And um, she was telling me her favorite Bible verse, which was which is now my favorite Bible verse. It's Matthew 5, 13 through 16, which is, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its saltiness, how will it become salty again? It's good for nothing except to be thrown away and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on top of a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they put it on top of a lampstand and shine it on all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before people so they can see the good things you do and praise your father is and praise your father who is in heaven. Um, and it really like inspired me to think of like all of us have our own light and personality inside of us. And like um, on the last night of camp, like we all get like the whole camp gets like in this big circle in like this big field and we all have like a little candle and one person starts with it lit and then like we light 
other people's next to us. And it they gave a good message of like, everybody has their own light. And like, when you shine your own personality to each other, it can light up, like it lit up the whole field. And um, it was just a cool analogy to realize that like, if each person is truly themselves and who God made them to be, then, you know, the world can change. Your yeah. city can change, your campus can change. It just starts with like one person really using the purpose that God made them to be, you know, and um, I don't know, as cheesy as that may sound, but I feel like it's true of like, you know, you never know what people are going through and what impact you can have on their lives. And even like one small smile or just like checking in and being intentional with other people can go a long way. Um, and just really using the gifts that God made you to, you know, influence others to be there for them. Yeah, that was so good. Everything you just <laughs> said to that was... Well, I feel like it was so kind of all over the place. But, um, you know, just realizing that, like, the Holy Spirit, you know, lives within us. And we have to use the gifts that God gave us to help each other, you know, to help mm -hmm. ourselves and just, like, live our lives to better the community and glorify the kingdom and, and do what we can just to, you know, be there for one another. Definitely encourage. Because yeah. like you said, glorify the kingdom. Like it's not about you. And yeah. the Lord made you for a purpose. And that's so awesome. But that purpose is ultimately yeah. to glorify him. So, yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything else that like the Lord's kind of taught you about being who you're truly meant to be? And like anything else you've kind of learned from that? Yeah. So like really then around that time, I really, you know, like I knew what the Bible was. And I read it like here and there. But I never like intentionally read it in my free time. I always came up with the excuse if I'm so busy. But um I really started getting into reading scripture and, you know, like a lot of times like you see these verses on t-shirts or billboards, but you know, you read them one more time and you're like, whoa, like that's amazing. And so like really through scripture, I learned that God truly created me by design and with purpose. And some of the things that I think are flaws within myself, like my frizzy hair, blonde eyelashes, blue eyes, whatever, like to know that God made that with purpose mm -hmm. or like my different personality where, you know, I feel like I'm just different than my family or I'm different than most college people, but like God intentionally made me different. You know, he intentionally made everybody different with their own ways. And so like, I think of like, how can I think that something that God made like, isn't enough? Yeah. That's, you good. know, and how can I, um, how can I think that something he made is like wrong and just like not perfect, which granted, None of us are perfect, but like to know that God literally knit me together in my mother's womb exactly how he wanted me to be and exactly how he wanted my life to be. What a gift to know that like that's out of my control, you know, like God made me who he wanted to be and that's who I am. Like it or not, like I'm not going to, you know, I can try to change for the better, but that's who I am. And I really feel like um there's this quote that I remember going around like in middle school, like would be like people's Instagram bios or like cheesy posters of be yourself because everyone else is taken. But it's so true. You know, like we all have our own personalities and our gifts and the world needs you in your light that if you're trying so hard to be like somebody else, there's already that other person. Yeah. You know, so let your authentic self shine for other people because you never know how you can help and impact others. Um, in the world, you know, like the world and your people need you, you know, just yeah. like we depend on other people and depend on the Lord that like trusting that God gave me strengths and gifts to use for his glory um, just brings a lot of peace. Yeah, you know? that's good. And you kind of already mentioned one verse, but there are there any other verses that you've like really rested in during this time and have been like 
you know, super impactful to you and like can help others. Yes. So that Matthew 5, 13 through 16 is really my, my true favorite, but um, I have a couple more. First Peter chapter 4, 10 through 11 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. I love that one because like it it specifically points out like specific gifts and tells you use them. You know, like yeah. he didn't just give them to you to just lock in a closet forever. Like use the things that God gave you to, you know, glorify him and his people. And then also Psalm 139 verse 13 through 14 for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful i know that full well which that verse just brings me so much peace knowing that like before i was even alive like on earth and like in my mom's womb he knit me together and he planned my whole life and i Praise him because I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and then lastly, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So knowing that, like, we are God's handiwork, like he put us on here for a reason and, you know, to glorify him, spread the word about him and, you know, make heaven crowded, make other people see the light within us and they encourage them to do the same, you know, encourage people to, to follow Christ and to, to be them true selves, just to, you know, be free. Um, and then also something that like, I really have rested in during this time is through music. And, um, somebody said something, I think maybe on this podcast of like, what you fill yourself with is what you pour out with too, or something like that. And, um, so in the car, I try to be intentional or just like even when I'm getting ready in the morning. So like listening to uplifting or Christian music to help me, you know, fill myself of those truths that the Lord's trying to speak to me. And um, I love like getting in my car and just, you know, saying a quick prayer and just being like, Lord, like I'm listening, like whatever you want me to hear, I'll hear. And so like um, a couple of days ago, whenever the same day that you sent me all these podcast questions to kind of like look through. Um, I got in my car and I said that little prayer and the song Difference Maker by Need to Breathe came on and I love Need to Breathe and I've listened to that song like a thousand times, but I don't know. I just like really intentionally listened to the lyrics and what I got from it was kind of like we can all make a difference in the world, but for different reasons um, and stuff like that. But it's like through God, we can make the ultimate difference and really inspire people and that like it's not me, but Christ within me that um can do those things and whether it's like something big or small like um you know just like making an impact on one person's day or just being there through each other but like knowing that with god um we can be difference makers you know like i can't do that on my own like it's the holy spirit within me so that's really what brings me encouragement and rest through this challenging time you know yeah, those are all so good. And I hope everyone <laughs> listening, like, goes to their Bible app or their Bible and, like, reads them, meditates on them, because that's some really solid advice um, from the Lord himself. So, also, how do you make sure that, like, your identity is not in how people perceive you, 
but it's truly rooted in Christ. Because I we've mentioned it a little bit, but we haven't really gone into like yeah. the idea of like how people perceive you specifically. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram, but I'm a one wing two, which is like a perfectionist and a helper. And when you read the description for it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so me. But I'm like, you know what? That's who I am. But I really struggle with letting school like consume my life and finding my worth through grades. And when I know I'm not supposed to, um, but I'm just such a perfectionist that I try to be the best that I can in everything. And my mom always tells me that like, all you can do is your best. And sometimes your best is not an A. Sometimes it's not even a B or a C, but knowing that like I've tried in my heart, Um, and then through that and through, you know, growth, I realized that like grades and popularity and appearance doesn't define me that my, um, that God defines me. And he says that I'm enough and worthy and loved and accepted and everything that I could possibly ask and hunger for. Um, and I, I remember seeing this quote one time and it was my lock screen on my phone for a while of that, um. The fact that humans are always hungering for more truly shows that we need a God and that he is the only thing that can satisfy us and bring us peace. Um, And so like resting and knowing that he made me for a purpose and by design is something that I really try to rest in Um, because no matter how try, how much I try of, you know, going shopping, which retail therapy can be a real thing. But no matter how much I try to do that or how many times I, um, you know, scroll through Instagram or watch Netflix shows or post all these pictures or going on trips, like ultimately, like I'll never be satisfied unless I'm spending time with God, unless I'm truly, you know, like worshiping him or praying to him and kind of switching my life and perspectives of realizing like how I said earlier of like, who am I living for? Like, am I living for myself and for other people's approval or truly for Christ and knowing that like my worth is found in him, not in society's views, you know, of like, I don't have to be the most popular girl on campus or the girl with the cutest clothes and all the designer handbags. Like, yeah, some of that would be nice, but that's not why I'm here. You know, I'm here to, like I said earlier, spread the word be there for others, glorify God, and um, just, you know, shine my light just like how I notice other people shine their light too and use their gifts to glorify Him. But um, like really through those verses that I mentioned earlier and surrounding myself with people that bring out the best in me and make me feel like I'm my true self and um, I don't feel like I have to act a different way around them, um, really just reminds me that I'm living for Christ, not for other people's approval, you know? Such a good point of like our purpose on this earth is not to be the most popular or to have the cutest clothes or to get the best grades. And I feel like that can get easily lost, especially in college. Um, You know, everyone tries to, um, is constantly striving after being a certain type of person. And that's really not what the Lord calls us to do at all. Right. And um, I really, this semester have realized that like, I can... I can try my best and like, yes, I'm in college. I'm at LSU to get a degree. Like, that's why I'm here, you know, like to, to get a degree and prepare me for my career. But also like, I'm here for other reasons too. Like God led me here to do X, Y, Z for X, Y, Z, you know, and to realize that like, yes, school is important, but it's not my life. You know, like I'm, I need to, you know, spend time daily with Christ and 
spend time daily checking in on others. And I think, um, you know, like we're called to have a relationship with God, just like how we need to check in with our friends and with ourselves. Like we need to spend time daily with our Lord and Savior too, you know, because what's a relationship if you never spend time with anybody? True. And so um, just setting apart that time. For me, I like to do it um, in the evening, like after I've completed a day. Well, I like to listen to Christian music and pray in the morning while I walk to class. But at the end of the day, I love to like just journal and reflect on my day and write out my prayers and do a devotion to really just end the day on a good note, you know. But I find myself that anytime that I have a hard day and I'm struggling with something, if I just randomly pick a page in my Bible or go to my devotion, it always tends to be exactly what I need to hear. You know, which is just, that's that's all the Lord and that's his plan. But, um, you know, I feel like it's so easy to um, to get distracted with everything. But whenever you sit down and have the time to fill yourself with scripture or just praying that it always brings so much peace. Yeah. So um, the next question I wanted to um, ask was just, how have you learned to be for lack of a better word, authentically <laughs> yourself and not change for other people, but make sure you're like fully living for Christ. And we kind of spoke about this already when like talking about your purpose, but just anything you've noticed in your life where you're making sure that you're living for the Lord and not other people. Yeah. Um, well, it's definitely something that's easier said than done. And something that I feel like, you know, we can go through chapters of our lives, like being on such like a Jesus high and going through these like good um, routines of things. But I've loved this quote ever since I was a little girl, and I feel like it's a pretty common one, but it says, be who you are and say how you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind, which I think is like a Dr. Seuss quote from like (laughs) way back in the day. But um, it just really makes me think of like the people that I surround myself with will be there for me and they will be uplifting and joyful and spiritual and who I want to surround myself with, but also that like clinging to God through the good times and the bad times can just bring so much peace and really allow myself to grow and to see like who I really am and what I can and can't do on my own. Also, um, truly, and I know it's, it's hard because so many people say it, but really once you experience it for yourself, you can see that like truly leaning into Christ's word and attending church for me or listening to podcasts or watching sermons, like just really allows you to learn and grow so much. And, um, I think, like I keep saying, community is so important too. like having that support system for people that like we can't do everything on our own. You know, like God has to give us strength for everything. But sometimes like just in making decisions about things, like it's so helpful to have a Christ-filled community that you can run to and cling to to know that like they're there for you. And um, also like just seeing people's true light and personality has really inspired me so much. Like even Lauren with you, with your podcast, everything is so inspiring. Oh, because I mean, you really have done something that you felt like you wanted to do for yourself or not for yourself, but like something that you wanted to do when it takes a lot of courage and confidence and God willing that like you're here and you're doing it. And I feel so honored that I'm on it, but knowing like seeing other people's light shine is so powerful and it's, you know, encouraging to see too. And um, I really feel like whenever you're being your true self and who, God made you to be just lifts so much weight off of your shoulders. And it's just so freeing because living for the approval of others can be so exhausting, you know, wearing things that, you know, just aren't really yourself or just like speaking and things that aren't really yourself or going to 
parties when you really don't want to go or going to social events that you're like, you know, I feel like I have to go, but I don't really want to go. You know, it's like making the decision that like who God gave you that personality for a reason and it's to inspire others and to allow others to see that like it's okay to be different from the crowd, you know, and that um, like I said, like it's just so freeing to know that like to rest in who God made you to be and to know that like the God of the universe created everything and he designed you exactly how you're supposed to be from your head to your toe, the ins and outs, the personality. It's just knowing that like, I want to obey God of like who he made me to be and trust that his way is better than mine, you know? Yeah. So. That's so good. And I'm so honored that you shouted me out. There, <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. Um, it was definitely scary to do this, but you know, it's what the Lord wanted me to do. So I have to be obedient right. in how he created me. Right. Um, and it's what he created me for. so many people. Oh, well, thank than you. you could ever know. So um, the last question I wanted to ask is just, how have you seen the Lord been brought glory when you were truly yourself? Because I think that's really a cool thing of like what we were talking about. Yeah. The Lord created you for a purpose. So when you're truly yourself, you're ultimately going to be bringing God, excuse me, God the glory as well. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I think like people are so observant nowadays. And I even noticed that working in elementary schools, like kids are so observant. <laughs> and so people notice when you're different and when something about you is just different than other people, whether it's your clothes or your personality or whatever, it's noticeable. And I think people want that. People, people, everybody on the inside, they don't want to be, like I said, the cookie cutter person of like just going in the motions, following everybody. Like people want to have something about them that stands out. And um, I have to remind myself, like when people come up to me or text me or something and say like, I wish I had the strength not to fall into peer pressure like you or, um, you know, something like that. And I'm not saying that in a prideful way, but I'm saying that as a reminder to them and to myself of like, it's not me, but the Holy Spirit within me Yeah. and knowing that like everything that I do ultimately is like God moving through me and trusting that, um, you know, like it's just the Lord's plan and that like, I can't do things on my own. It's God's strength that pushes me through and allows me to be myself. Um, but like kind of some things that I've seen like outwardly since I really um, have grown in being my true self and who God made me to be, which um, when I first started going to St. Albans, the Episcopal community on campus is very small because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people go to either um, Christ the King, the Catholic Church or Refuge, which is non-denominational, non yeah. which they're both great places and they have so many wonderful things Um for the students and, you know, encouraging faith and everything. But there's a lot of other churches on campus, too, that um, I think are important for people, you know, to try around and see, like, what's best for them. Um, but like I said, St. Albans is really small, and it's great for me because I love the community. But I realized, like, there was – also, it was, like, a time of COVID, too. Like, there weren't any, like, Bible studies or um, a lot of things for people to get plugged into – so really with the it was all god but i started a women's bible study at my church it's so awesome it took a lot of faith and courage because it was definitely something that like i didn't think that i was capable of but when i got asked to do it and we talked about it with my priest it was something that i was like okay god like this is all you <laughs> um and so like it's really grown and we have such a great community and like i said like it's not me but the holy spirit that speaks through me and speaks through the other young women that attend um, but I just have to think like if I wouldn't have ever been bold 
in my faith and bold in who I am, that wouldn't have ever started, you know, and that all these people that I've started to come to St. Albans wouldn't have found a community like that. So not being prideful in myself, but just like thanking God that like he led me there and he led me to start something like this and it has grown. Um, But also I think like being your true self kind of opens your eyes to be able to see those qualities in other people too, to see like the unique and special things that God has individually placed into everybody. And so I think like pointing those out in people and being like, Hey, you have beautiful eyes. Like, Hey, like you have such a radiant spirit. And every time I see you, you just make me in a better mood, you know, and like pointing out those things, big or small can really encourage one another to be like, Oh, thank you. You know, that's something that I, I lack of self-confidence or I, I don't like my X, Y, Z, but like knowing that like somebody sees you and appreciates you and acknowledges your beauty or your, you know, personality and stuff like that can be such a wonderful reminder to people to, to have the confidence to go into the world, you know, glorifying the gifts that God gave them and wanting to kind of, um, do the same for others, you know, can start like a little train like that. So Definitely. I'm just feeling so inspired and encouraged (laughs) to just be myself right now and to love the person the Lord created me to be. Like, I'm just like so ready. Um, Before we kind of close, is there anything else you wanted to share about this topic to those listening? Yeah. um, So for me, like I, I love walking to class in the mornings and I love like just, you know, taking in like all the beauty of nature around me. And um, I really feel like God uses nature as a sign to us to show like his good works and his beauty and Matthew chapter six, 26 through 34 is just a little passage saying like how God like made the birds and the flowers and the trees and like how he provides for them. And like, they'd never have to worry about anything and that like he does abundantly more for us. And I think like, like next time, you know, you're outside or whatever, like stop and like take in like all the beauty around you and know, realize that like, God waters the earth, he prunes the bushes, he takes care of the land and that he does like abundantly more for us. And so like just resting in that and knowing that like he made them and everything exactly how they're supposed to be and he takes care of them and they don't even know to worry about whatever, you know, like and just trusting that he does the same for us is hard, but can bring a lot of peace and strength. Um, So that's one thing I also wanted to share, but also like, it is totally okay and not like embarrassing at all to like not have plans on a Friday night or like on a weekend. And I remember like freshman year, like if everybody was going out or got invited to a birthday party that I didn't get invited to, I'd be like, man, like, am I like a loser on a weekend? I have no plans, but like realizing that like our lives are so busy and like maybe God's using that time to talk to you or to like encourage you to be like, Hey, like, it's okay that, you know, you haven't come to me in a while. I'm still right here, but, um, use this time to, to come, you know, and just be still and be present in the Lord. And like, just like, I feel like I'm reiterating it so much, but like, just trusting that like God made us in our life exactly how he wanted us to. And he knows what's best for us way better than what we can ever plan for. And just trusting that and letting your, Christ-filled light shine into other people can just do so much more than you can possibly think and imagine, you know, and just humbling yourself and realizing that like, it's not me, but the Holy Spirit within me, 
you know? Yeah. Oh, this episode is so good. And I'm <laughs> oh, so excited so people to hear. And I mean, even just you being vulnerable, like sometimes I don't have plans on Friday night. And you know yeah. what? Me too. And that's, you can feel so embarrassed and especially with social media, there's yeah. such a thing of like, you need to always be busy, but sometimes you just need to rest and sometimes you're lonely and that's okay. Right. And just like, sometimes like even small things of like, I'll look in my closet and be like, man, I have so many of the same clothes from like, I don't know, middle school or like high school. I'm like, these are so out of style, but like, I still like them. Or like, I don't have all these designer purses. I don't have like all this stuff. I'm not going to like all these cool places on vacations and stuff, but like humbling myself and being like, is that really necessary for me yeah. in my life? Like if I needed all that to be a certain way, like I would be so exhausted, you know, mm -hmm. like that's not real. Yeah. Like I have Christ and that's all that I could ever possibly ask for and be, yes. you know, like enough for and like knowing that he, you know, is the true provider and um, everything. It's just really humbling to know that like, He's all that I need in my life. And like through him, all things are possible. Yeah. So kind of horrible to transition into the little speed <laughs> round after we just talked about not needing experiences and things. So take this with a grain of salt, but just a fun way for you to get to know Carolyn Ann better and like just have a little bit of fun. So really quick speed round before okay. we end. I know you love concerts. So what has been your favorite concert? Okay. Well, I'm like a huge, huge music person and I listen to such a wide range of genres but um to pick my favorite concert i think is impossible um so i broke it up into three so i think hands down the most like hype and thrilling concert was the chain smokers every song that they played i think my like jaw was to the floor <laughs> like it was it was such a cool experience because like they're djs but also like singers and stuff too so like the music just flowed so well so it was so cool and actually i'm going to see them with lauren <laughs> what next a week, a week from today. A week yeah. from today, which I don't know when this is coming out, but well, yeah, we might, probably would have already seen them, right? But this, um, yeah. my excited level is like through the roof. But then also, like, um, I've seen Need to Breathe a couple times, and they are just amazing in concert. They just sound so great, and they're just so talented. So they're great. And then, whew, at the top of the list is also my Harry Styles concert. <laughs> it's just incomparable. Of course. And so, um, yeah, that was just really amazing. And then your favorite store. So my favorite store, um, kind of all over the place. I love, um, right outside of Streetports, it's like other little town called Bozier. And they have a store there called Simply Chic, which I really like. I like Dawson Street here in Baton Rouge, Vertage. And every now and then I'll find like some good staple pieces at Altered State. Classics. Okay. And yeah. then favorite restaurant? Um, anything with fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big like hibachi girl. So um, mm -hmm. any place that has fried rice, I'm all about. Um Ichiban Baton Rouge is good. So good. Um, there's a place back home called Shogun that I really like. Um, Building 5 here in Baton Rouge is great. Um, Louisiana Lanyap is one of my favorite places to go to when my parents come in town. Um, Domino's Thin Crust Pepperoni Pizza <laughs> is like one of my Hello. favorite meals. Um, so don't sleep on it, but it's, <laughs> it's great. And then also Mike Anderson's has an amazing salad that I really enjoy if you're ever looking for a good salad. And then beauty products. Okay, so I'm not the, the best expert when it comes to this, considering most of my makeup is from many, many years ago. <laughs> but um, I love my Revlon hairdry brush. Oh, yes, I have it right called. here at this desk. Yes, too. that's Solid. great. And then also, um, Allie, our friend Allie got me on this um, Tarte lip gloss that I like. And Ooh. then my go-to perfume is the Tory Burch orange bottle perfume. Oh, good to know. So, yes. 
And then last question, your favorite brands. Um, I love E. Newton, like their little yes. bracelets. We're both wearing E. Newton. <laughs> and then I'm also a big Lululemon and Outdoor Voices girl. Classics. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you're on this podcast, and it was so fun to get to know you at the end, but everyone make sure that you're truly taking um, what we talked about at the beginning from this episode about truly being yourself and being authentically who the Lord made you. And I'm just so thankful for Caroline to be on here today and um, so excited for this episode to go out. So thank you thank for being you. on here, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, I'll see you all next week.